Like someone clap and I'm gonna move fabric. How upsetting. That's is a that? Dutch rudder. I hate this and I wanna stop. <laughs> That's also a Dutch rudder. <laughs> Hi there, podcast listeners. Gossip Goob here, your number one source into the scandalous lives of Reddit's elite. With me today are my fabulous co-hosts, Ryan and Emma. Say hello. You know you love me. XOXO. We've got a delightful docket lined up for you here, starting out with our classic Am I the Asshole, concluding with a tier list of first date locations. Get excited. We've got a great show for you. Thanks for joining us. We're excited to have you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Am I the Asshole? The classic segment, the butter to our bread, the bun to our back, the beaker to our Bunsen. In this segment, me and my lovely co-host will be reading some stories to each other about times when people think they were or were not assholes, and then we're going to judge them. We are judge, jury, and asshole cutioner, and our verdicts are final. A few key pieces of terminology for you to know are the four different possible verdicts. YTA, meaning you're the asshole, NTA, meaning not the asshole, ESH, meaning everybody sucks here, and NAH, meaning no assholes here. Also worth knowing, our homebrew judgment, asshole probation, which we tend to hand down to minors or people who have been dicks but not quite assholes. Finally, it's worthwhile knowing the term edit, which just means that someone has gone into the post after the fact to add more information. Uh, let's go. Yay. Yay. As always, Gabby wants to go first. I mean, I'm happy to go first. Um, (laughs) As always, Gabby has been sitting on a story being like, um, the entire yeah. way over. She did try to tell me the title of one of hers, and I was. I tried to tell no. you, and then you and Dan immediately were both like, "No!" Am I the asshole for throwing away my boyfriend's potentially illegal yogurt collection? Wow, what a title! <laughs> this is a lot funnier if you imagine the boyfriend is Terry Jeffords. <laughs> I'm 29, female. My boyfriend is 30, male, and works for the NYPD. We've been living together for two years in a little studio in a very expensive big U.S. city. My boyfriend grew up in a rural area with lots of space, enough to collect all kinds of things. He collected action figures and video games and all the normal kid stuff when he was young, but as he grew older, he became interested in more unusual things. As a teen, he had eight guinea pigs of different types from different breeders. Since Tide Pods were released seven years ago, he's saved one of every kind of Tide Pod. He has a large box of an international variety of electric insulators, those little ceramic hats that power lines wrap around on power poles. He's not a hoarder, he's usually neat, and just happens to have a lot of space for his bizarro collections. At his parents' ranch, he has two big rooms full of containers of weird and impressive things. He's recently become interested in yogurt. He's always hated dairy products until about a year ago. He's not just started drinking milk and sharing ice cream with me, but he's found a love of yogurts. Terry loves yogurt. So now he collects them, of course. The problem is they're perishable. Yeah, they Mm. are. Mm. So until earlier today, our 550 square foot studio contained about 2,100 cups of yogurt. 2,100? 2,100. I think if you dumped them on the floor, like you wouldn't be able to see floor. Yeah, oh, 100%. A yogurt floor. I imagine how it would feel on your feet. Kind of good, but also like, is it like a spa? I think it'd be like lotion. Ooh, I don't, oh my God, like, okay, all tingles. Right. So until earlier today, our little 550 square foot studio contained about 2,100 cups of yogurt. 
It comes in tons of varieties. Different types, flavors, textures, containers, made by different companies in different countries. This is like crack to my boyfriend. Terry loves yogurt. So he tried to pretty much save a sample of everything he could find. He filled our fridge, bought a new fridge, and then another tiny bedside fridge. He gave me a yogurt fridge! I'm only a man. Wow. He said he didn't want to walk to the fridge at night, but it was obviously a ruse to get more yogurt space. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one of those sentences that I just never I thought know! I'd hear. It's so good. These fridges all filled up with his yogurts, and if you keep them for long, they smell bad. Sometimes the packaging breaks. So our apartment was smelling like rotten milk for the last two weeks. And my boyfriend's attitude was, oh, it's fine. And just deal with it for a little longer until I pulled the plug and threw it all out this morning. I was looking at my groceries, which I had to put beside the fridge because there was no space and everything smelled like death. And I just kind of snapped and threw it all away. My boyfriend is understandably upset. We've been arguing about whether I crossed the line by throwing away his stuff. And he's especially upset because he, of course, had rare yogurt that was hard to find. In particular, he had some Cuban and Iranian yogurts that you can't get in the US. But I know that we have trade sanctions against Iran and Cuba, so I don't know if it was even legal for him to have them. There's a good chance I may have committed some light treason. I asked him where he got the Iranian yogurt, but he kept insisting the Iranian yogurt is not the issue here. <laughs> the real issue was me. <laughs> Throwing out his yogurt without permission. Am I the asshole here? This one is very tough. This is <laughs> this is insane. Part of me is feeling a very strong everyone's fake here. Yes, but it's so weird. So I will start by saying I keep flip-flopping on whether or not this guy has psychological issues. Because she says he's not a hoarder, but maybe he is. Me too. When yeah. she said she, he's not a hoarder but then proceeded to explain how he had 2,100 yogurt containers in their studio apartment. I was like, mm. The thing that did it for me was the buying two more refrigerators. Cause that's a very hoarder move of like, I gotta keep creating more room for my stuff. Mm. Especially when- but Ryan, he, he didn't want to go to the fridge at night. He needed the bedside refrigerator. That's a good ruse. I'm also very curious what his end game was. Cause he was implying, you know, just do with it for a little longer, deal with it for a little longer. What's gonna happen? To what, he eats all 2,100 yogurts before they expire? They're all expired already. Yes. I thought the same thing. I was like, what's the end game? And I, upon first hearing of this story, when it said 2,100 yogurts, I thought it meant yogurt containers. You know, like he eats the yogurt and then he saves the containers because who in their right mind keeps that much yogurt? It goes bad, it gets moldy. We've all had like some yogurt go off in the back of our fridge and then you find it three weeks later and you're like, oh, this is rank and it's got some weird new life growing on it. What was my train of thought? I got so, I got so worked up about the yogurt. Yeah, keeping the yogurt jars, kind of an interesting collection, unusual, what, whatever, it's a different thing. Keeping the yogurt, why? You bought this fancy, potentially illegal Iranian yogurt to not eat it? It's not viable. It's, it's definitely not. The containers, though, I'm very on board with. Yes. At the beginning of the story, when she was listing the various things that he's collected, 
again, was flipping between is he crazy or is he brilliant? Because if some 70 year old man was like, I've got a museum where you can come and it's just a collection of some of the rarest items in categories you've never heard of, I would check the fuck out of that. That'd be pretty fun. One of every Tide Pod is also very silly. The Tide Pod. And yes. I love, this is how I knew it was real, as she said, when Tide Pods came out seven years ago, because who would know when Tide Pods started except for the girlfriend of someone who is obsessed with Tide Pods. <laughs> I wonder how he felt during the Tide Pod eating craze. It was him. He really wanted a little nibble. No, he didn't, because we know he does not eat his collection, <laughs> That's apparently. true. Is she the asshole for throwing away his yogurts? I am leaning off the bat towards everyone sucks here. I feel... She probably shouldn't have thrown them away without checking with him. But also, come on, man, you can't have 2,000 rotting yogurts in your home. Yeah. If you're doing something that would make CPS take your child away, you can't continue doing that even if you don't have a child. Because yeah. it just means you're an irresponsible adult. Yeah. I'm on the not the asshole side. Mold poisoning exists and is very real and can lead to some intense long-term health issues. Yeah, I'm curious to know what percentage was expired. Like, is it 100%? Because she's like, sometimes the lid ruptures and sometimes some of them get stinky. Um, but when she said that they they have three refrigerators full yeah, and she couldn't put her groceries in the fridge, so that means that, you know, so much expense is going there towards grocery shopping every day, probably so much food waste. I just think that, like, they're on so many levels. This is not just him having, like, a unique collection that she decided she didn't like. Like, mm -hmm. this is just a... This is a health risk. This is all sorts of stuff. So I'm kind of on the fence between the two of you guys. Ooh. I don't really know where I'm at because like, I totally agree with you that he is putting both of their health and safety at risk. He is making the situation like unlivable for her. He's clearly not taking into account that she might have food that she wants to keep cold. It just feels so selfish of him. And yeah. And again, presuming that they're in a small space together, um, you have to make compromises there with like stuff that you have and whatnot i assume that they're splitting rent it's yeah. her house too she should get a say in it and yeah. it sounds like she has gotten zero say ever yeah but it's like at the same time i can understand the cost and clearly like the emotional weight that this yogurt has for him <laughs> it's so stupid I but like i couldn't take you seriously I there can't, i can't take myself seriously i am changing my answer to not the asshole because i just ran the maths on exactly how much yogurt 2100 cups is okay. how much yogurt by weight 630 kilograms wow that's like eight people in yogurt in her house if i had eight people in my house and they all smelled bad i would, <laughs> I would kick them out and also, not only do they smell bad, again, I just am so worried about this girl's health with mold poisoning. Her boyfriend is Nurgle. Hi, Arky, I know you're gonna like that. Do we have anything from the Reddit comments? She was ruled not the asshole. I am standing firmly not the asshole. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. Case Wait, closed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get comfy and put my listening ears on. Ooh, like it's Can I ask you a question? Yeah. You're not wearing your listening ears. What are you wearing? No ears. Like bunny ears. <laughs> oh my god, she's Ariana Grande? Oh my god. Am I the asshole for telling my sister-in-law that I will call the cops for child abandonment the moment she steps out of the house? This story involves me, 25-year-old male, my brother Jack, 27-year-old male, and his wife Jill, 25-year-old female. It all started when Jack and Jill got pregnant. That's what they were doing on the hill. <laughs> it all started when Jack and Jill got pregnant. Their lease almost ended, and my parents invited them to stay at our house. 
The day they came, Jack asked me why I haven't moved out of my room yet. I was confused. Like, WTF are you talking about? Hey. And he told me that he and Jill will be in my room and I'll go to the guest room. I refused, but my parents got mad and we got into a fight. I lost and ended up in the much smaller guest room. Then Jill had a problem with my cooking. I ate scrambled eggs with mozzarella and avocado every day for breakfast and she couldn't stand the smell. She asked me to stop, I refused, and my parents got involved. I had to stop. There were problems with other food too and I had to stop cooking them. I was told I must be accommodating because she's pregnant, as if that's my problem. Then Jill started to boss me around. We were alone for eight hours while my parents and Jack worked. She obviously thought I would be her personal maid. I refused and she threw a temper tantrum, like always. I again had a big fight with Jack and my parents and I was told that because she had a high-risk pregnancy and was on bed rest, I'm an asshole for not helping her. I told Jack that he knocked her up, it's his responsibility. I stood my ground and in the end, Jill's cousin came to help her sometimes. Then Jill gave birth to my nephew. I congratulated them when they came home, and that is it. I don't like babies, so I mostly keep to myself now. But that doesn't stop Jill asking for favors. She says things like, please watch the baby while I take a quick shower, please watch it while I make myself some food, etc, etc. I always refuse, and we have new fights over and over again. It all came to head last Friday when she asked me to watch my nephew while she goes to a pharmacy for baby formula. I refused. She got mad and we had a fight. She grabbed her purse to go out, and I told her that the moment she walks out that door, I will call the police for child abandonment. I was serious, and she knew it. She broke down and screamed what a horrible human being I am, and then she ran to her room. She had a complete mental breakdown. When Jack and my parents came home, we had our biggest fight yet. Jack accused me of hating Jill and my nephew, upon other things. I told them I refused to bond with the baby because they will weaponize him against me. My parents told me enough is enough, that they can't believe they raised such a selfish human being, and that either I help or I move out. I'm thinking of the second option. Am I the asshole? I think I think he has 100% nailed it. Help or move out. And if you are so up yourself that you won't accept free accommodation for occasionally watching a baby, move out. Yeah. I mean, how, what were the ages again on this? The ages were, the writer is 25. Okay, um, that's actually all I cared about. And are you fucking kidding me? I thought they were like 16. Yeah. Yeah. If it were 16, it'd be a completely different story. That was fully what I was picturing this entire time where he's like, I can't watch the baby. I have school. But... You gotta help out. Okay, so, um, just also for reference, this is divided Reddit heavily. Yes, of course it has. Um, okay. But there is an edit that gives some more information, and I saved it until after because I wanted to hear you guys' initial thoughts. Okay. It says, edit, I work from home and pay 50% of all household expenses, including mortgage. Jack and Jill don't contribute anything for expenses. So you noted the whole, you're taking free accommodation, help out mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. help out a bit more. Does that change your opinion? I think he's lying. <laughs> I just don't believe him. I think that he has added that to make himself seem better after getting negative feedback. I know that that's like not how this <laughs> show works, but what do you mean you're paying 50% of the mortgage? You're lying. Like, that's not real. Yeah, and how Jack and Jill contribute nothing, I don't... I will treat it as though it is real because that's how we run this show. Yeah. But I just want it known. I think he's lying. <laughs> though I will adjust. If he is paying, there is less of a requirement for him to do stuff. However, if he wants to be a good son slash brother slash brother-in-law slash person, it doesn't seem like they're asking a ton for him. Brand new mom wants to take a shower and has asked you to watch the baby for 15 minutes, you can do that. Even if you don't like babies, she's not asking you to like play with it. She's asking you to make sure the thing doesn't die. 
And that's the thing, watching a newborn baby, this is gonna be like really unpopular, maybe. Watching a newborn baby for like 15 minutes is not that hard. No. It's very easy. If you aren't the parents where you are kind of the ones in charge of feeding, sleep schedule, like changing the, you know, all that kind of stuff. If you're just watching a newborn, they can't do anything. They can't walk. They get entertained by looking at their own feet. They also just sleep. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of the time, they're just lumps. And if it cries, it's just 10 minutes out of your day. That's a bit louder than it would have been otherwise. You're 25, deal with it. My take on it. So if we go back to the very beginning, the first thing that happened when they came in where the brother was like, oh, why are you still in this room? I thought we would get this room because it's the it's the better one. Yeah. That is an asshole move. And I think that he should have been allowed to stay in his own room. I think the rest of it, he's being pretty unaccommodating, especially after the baby was born. I mean, having to change up some breakfast plans or maybe not cook when the sister-in-law was in the kitchen, I kind of feel like it's a, it's a temporary thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that there can be more compromises made on both sides for sure. But it's really the stuff after the baby was born. She was going to the pharmacy for baby formula as well. <laughs> yeah. Like she wasn't being like, can you watch him while I go get like my nails done or, yeah. you know, something like that. She was going to get baby formula. That's a really important thing. And the fact that he wouldn't even watch him for a bit. I don't care if he pays 50% of the mortgage or not in that regard. I think you're being an asshole. That being said, I do also think his parents are assholes. What did they say? They were the ones who were like, nope, you do have to give up your room. Nope, you can't cook what you want to. I think his parents are being pretty uncompromising as well. The room and the cooking are interesting because he is paying for both of those spaces. I've never been pregnant and I don't know how much smells are carrying in this house. It does feel like there should be a way around the problem they're having. It seems like there should be a way. I agree. Yeah, I mean, 100%. the other day I had a stomach flu and pretty much the smell of any food was making me vomit. I just stayed out of the kitchen. It feels like there can be more compromise. I think you just have slots that you can't go in because I do think it's valid. It can be like debilitating for people. Oh yeah. Um, and especially if this person is also on bed rest too. Like it sounds like she's having a rough pregnancy. Yeah. Shall we look at some comments? Yes, please. Oh God, I'm gonna get tilted. I know. <laughs> You're paying half the mortgage. Why would anybody ever ask you to do anything? Your so, house, your rules. Um, there is not a very clear consensus from Reddit on this one. Mm -hmm. um, someone said, info needed, why can't Jill take the baby with her on her errands? Why do you still live at home and how much rent do you pay? How much rent do Jack and Jill pay? That might be why he added the edit. This person answered, I am a major contributor. Jack and Jill pay zero. Jill doesn't work. I wanted to stay home and take care of my parents when they are old. I will never have a partner and children because of reasons. So taking care of my parents was the plan. The moment I move out, they will have problems paying for a mortgage and all other expenses. Entitled princess will probably have to go back to work. Who's on, I'm assuming a doctor ordered bed rest? You dumb fuck. So based on the poster's response, Jill doesn't want to parent her child all day. They pay nothing toward the house and treat the poster like shit. In your shoes, I might maybe sometimes watch a kid while the parent grabs a shower. I would not, however, be free in-house babysitting under any circumstances barring a genuine emergency. The way they seem to treat you though, I can't say I'd blame you if you just refuse outright. As long as this has been made clear to everyone, not the asshole. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. I think there's a difference between can you watch my kid while I take a shower versus we're going on date night for six hours, can you watch the kid? This is what I think, and we love to speculate on this show, but we always take it back to the text of the story, and that comment just didn't. Oh, you're an in-house babysitter. 15 minutes ain't babysitting, mate. No. no. They're like, she doesn't want to parent her child all day. And it's like, yeah, at some point she needs to like sleep. 
and eat. Or buy food. Buy <laughs> For food. the baby. Food. I'm losing my mind. I was gonna say you're the asshole, but then I read the comment that you pay half the bills. Now I say not the asshole, but you're 25 years old now. It's time to call their bluff. <laughs> this These people on Reddit have this opinion that life is a game where everyone's always constantly trying to get one over on each other. It's a lot less complicated than that. It's just that this is a new mom who clearly her husband is gone all day trying to take care of the newborn, maybe can't take it out on errands with her for whatever reason, wants to take a shower, wants to go pick up. I just, I'm appalled at this man. You're the asshole. You're, You're the, the asshole. asshole. Hey guys, would you um, answer this quick question for me? Yeah, always. Am I the asshole for not going out to get a special pizza? How special is it? You're about to find out. Ah! My brother brings over his girlfriend to a pizza and movie night. I get the $10 Costco pizza for everyone. The only toppings they have is pepperoni or cheese. I get one of each. We also have some wine in a can, Coke, and bottled water. Other than that, it's BYOB or wine. Okay. The girlfriend gets there and acts like the pizza is disgusting and asks if we can order anything else. I said no. She asked my brother to go get her this pizza she likes. A medium costs $24. I told my brother, if he goes to take her with you and you are not coming back with a special pizza for just for her. She makes him leave before 10 minutes into the movie because she was offended that we didn't go out of our way to make her welcome. My brother has been calling me all sorts of names and calling me cheap. I don't think it was my responsibility to cater to one person at the party, and it's rude to get a pizza just for yourself. He called me trashy and said I, and I said the only trashy one at the party was his girlfriend and not to bring her around again until she learned some manners. Before I go into anything on this story, because I know that this is not the question, but the girlfriend is indeed her the asshole for having that opinion of Costco pizzas. Costco pizzas are wonderful <laughs> and amazing. They're so good. They can do no wrong. So like you're the asshole for that regard. On to the rest of it. Amazing. Thank you. Because I was actually really curious. Some frozen pizzas are good. Some are really not. They're not frozen. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's like a... Yeah. It's like a, you get it from their little... Have you ever been to a Costco? No. What? My area's too rural. But Costco's are like... No. The Costco pizzas, they're like greasy and shit, you know, but they hit in that way. Okay. Anyways, no, I, I love them. That's good intel. Thank you. Cause I was picturing frozen pizza. Not that it really makes a difference. I do also want to preface this by saying, I love the way this post is written. I also love it, it is too. To the point. This man also like, you can tell his feelings. He's pissed. Yes. He's a ginormous idiot. Yeah. Like, what is what is wrong with you? You're going to get really, really upset because someone wants a different pizza than the pizza you picked? Look, the girlfriend is being picky, a little unreasonable. Just roll with the punches, dude. But also, it's not that big a deal. It's not a big deal. Wait, boyfriend's going to run out and grab a pizza and... He'll be back and, and then you just continue doing what you were doing. And Who he, fucking cares? She wasn't asking him to pay for the pizza, right? No. Yeah. Or like drive her or anything. Something that is annoying about the lack of info in this post is I want to know how many people were at this movie night thing. Sure. If it was mm. just the three of them. Oh, that makes it really sad. And he's just sat there with his two pizzas. His two Costco pizzas. And they're huge too. But he's in a prison of his own making because he sent them away for no reason. If it's with, like, ten people, it's bad for different reasons. Where it's like, well, ignore the fact that one guy of your group of ten is gone and just watch the movie. If he's happy to do it, yeah, who fucking cares? Yeah. And, like, I can see it from her perspective where she's like, oh, I've just been craving, like, this one pizza all day. Do you mind if we just stop? Yeah, if it's, like, artichoke hearts and caramelized onion. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Sounds amazing. Yeah. That might cost you 24 bucks. Yeah. Shall we hear from the comments? Yes. Oh, God. Top comment has no. been an excellent point. Amazing. According to the original poster, he was fine with a BYOB. 
but don't <gasps> you dare BYOP. Oh, oh my God. I love that. Also, can we discuss the fact that he said BYOB or wine? Yeah, that's very funny. As if BYO doesn't <laughs> be doesn't mean bring your own booze. And so what if I wanted to bring like a margarita? Did he think it meant- Could I not have- I think he thought it went beer. Beer. So you can only bring the beer or the wine. Which, yeah, that's the thing. If if you showed up to a party and he just had like Heineken and you're like, oh, I really don't like that. I, I actually really want like a Budweiser. I don't know why those are the only two beers that came to mind. Um, can you like drive me to the corner store really quick and we can grab some more? Would that be different in this guy's eyes? I think that that is also fine. Maybe have a little bit more foresight. Yeah. And if you're really craving your special pizza, pick it up beforehand. Make some plans. Jimmy, your mom is dead. Do an order of pizza for dinner. Okay, Danny. Broadly, the comments are in strong agreement that the girlfriend was unreasonably picky, but that he has overreacted massively to this situation. Yes. Yeah. You can be a little bit annoyed and be like, okay, my God, I like went to Costco. I bought these two big pizzas. I, you know, I did all this planning and now she wants something else. You can be a little bit annoyed at that. That's fine. Do what you want. It is simply not that big a deal. Yeah. And that's also being annoyed about it is tiny brain. Galaxy brain is now I have more pizza. The pizza is aggressive. Oh shit. More Costco for me. Ooh, more Costco pizza. I really think we all need to make a pilgrimage to a Costco. Yes, Lord. All right, let me hit you with a, a fat dose of this. Huh. So Reddit's verdict was everybody sucks here. What's our verdict? I think he's the asshole. You're the asshole. Yeah. Case closed. Am I the asshole for not paying my friend for broken sunglasses? My friend left sunglasses in my car. I did not know he did this until he called me a few days later. I told him I would look for the sunglasses. I couldn't find them in the front seat or on the floor, so I looked in the back. When I was kneeling down and checking under seats, I heard something crunch and crack. Uh-oh. Turns out I crushed the sunglasses. Accidentally. Here is where I did give a little white lie. I told my friend that I found them crushed under the seat, not that I accidentally crushed them. I apologize and said I wish I knew they were in the car. So he first asked if I was going to buy new ones. They were nicer sunglasses, like well over $100. I don't have that money on me right now to spend on that. He then said it would be fair if we split the cost 50-50. I still refused. I said I didn't know the sunglasses were in my car, and he left them there. So it's really not my fault. It's not like I was being knowingly negligent. Am I the asshole? What do you guys think? Initial instinct is no. Interesting, because my initial instinct is absolutely. I think everyone sucks. Oh. Ooh, we got one of fight these Fight night, fight night. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the wind. Yeah. <laughs> Intense. Um, okay. Why, why don't you kick us off then, and why, why is he not the asshole? So these are your very, very nice sunglasses. You were the one who lost them and left them in your friend's car. Your friend didn't know that they were there. Yes, they accidentally, I guess the guy, okay. The guy did lie, which is not great, which is making me feel a little bit more towards the everyone sucks, but it still doesn't change the fact that the friend left the sunglasses in his car and that it was lost there. For reference, I have, um, I own one pair of sunglasses. They are, were like given as a gift many years ago and I accidentally left them at a friend's house this summer up in Scotland. And so then I had left Scotland. I realized that I left them there. I messaged someone else who was coming back down to London who could get the sunglasses for me, bring them down. They sort of passed hands through a lot of people. I got them back, it's totally fine. But if something happened and I didn't get them back or they got broken in the house there, I wouldn't expect someone to pay for them. It was my fault for leaving them. The friend didn't borrow them and then break them. If that's the case, absolutely, you're paying back for those sunglasses. 
Well, I have two complaints about this situation. And the first one, as we've noted, is the lie. But what I really don't like about the lie is that this guy, it's the crux of his argument that he's making, but he knows that it's a lie. Yeah. So he's just so deeply internally inconsistent to not even acknowledge that his argument is based around a lie, right? He kept saying, well, I didn't know they were there. I didn't know they were there. That's why I'm not going to pay. But that's a lie. He did know they were there, and then he knew that he broke them. It's funny because it's, like, become his reality. Right. Yeah. He's double-thunk himself into a corner, and I don't approve of that, nor do I respect it. As for the actual content of the situation, right, it's tough. Because they aren't his responsibility. You're totally right, Em. But if I had done this, if I had actually broken someone's sunglasses, I would definitely be offering to pay for them. Maybe not the whole thing, but that 50-50 offer, I would, well, I totally would have done. 100% I would have done that. It matters a bit, though, it is a mistake. But also, you did it. You, you broke the shit, man. 50-50 offer does seem way more reasonable. The 100% aspect is absolutely, like, off the table to no, me. Yeah, that's no, no, probably no. a bit far. Yeah. The 50-50 seems perfectly reasonable to me, and the, the fact that his first instinct was to lie just sucks. So yeah, I am slightly torn, because I don't know if he was obligated to offer to pay, but that feels like at least 50-50 is very reasonable, and it's what I would have done. Yeah, I, I agree with the 50-50. The reason why I'm thinking everyone sucks is you can't be asking for someone to pay 100% of the cost of damages of something you left in their car on accident. Yeah. Like, it sucks and it's a bummer and I think 50-50 is probably what I would have offered to do. 100% is absurd and you can't, like, ask that of a friend. But also, you can't be out here lying. You can't be lying to your friend. Like, you suck. I think they both have been kind of dickish. You're definitely making me feel more and more on the, on the everyone sucks side. I think for me, it really lies in the, the obligation aspect where I think that it is a very nice thing to offer to pay. I don't think there is an obligation for anyone to pay. I mean, it does make me think of all of the times I leave things places. <laughs> oh, I leave so many things places. Yeah. But that's a, that's a me problem. Yeah. But see, I feel like if like someone brought like a wine glasses over to mine to like have a dinner and I knocked one off the table, I would offer to pay. It's one of those things where you have to offer and the person has to decline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> like that's what's polite. Things. Yeah. Because, yeah, because it's rude to not offer, but it's rude to yeah accept the offer. Yeah. yeah, like you have to be like, oh, let me, let me get you a new one. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. And then I'm like, Don't no, worry. I insist. And then you're like, oh, and I'm like, are you sure? And you're like, oh, of course. And then, and then that's it. Reddit has said not the asshole. Fine. I'm not that upset with it. But what I am upset with is this comment. Not the asshole. I wouldn't let that guy back in my car. <laughs> the fact that he left them in your car and then went straight to asking you to buy him new ones is weird. I would go low contact. I bet they were already broken and then you put your knee on them and broke them more. The car hit me, it wouldn't crack my pelvis. But you cracked it at home. Jumped in front of the car to get some workers comp. I am gonna scream at that. Has this person never left anything in anyone else's car? Has this person ever left the house? Has this person ever, like, made a friend? Go low contact with this person. This person sits at home and reads The Art of War, and that's all they do. <laughs> anyway, uh, 2,400 upvotes on that comment, so that's comforting. Okay. So where do we think our verdict lies? I've been swayed onto everyone sucks here. I'm happy to fire off and everyone sucks here. Also, though, I don't want to be friends with either of these people. They both suck. No. Yes. No, not at all. First yeah. instinct is either to lie or to ask for money. Yep. Yeah. Vibe's bad. They deserve each other. I feel like dairy products probably aren't good for your pores. Can't be. 
Well, no, people take milk baths. Oh, right. That feels like a UTI waiting to happen. Yeah, yeast infection. Yeast infection. Mm. Hey, have you seen people made sourdough from their own... Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate that. Hate it. Bad. 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 When you say people, is Gwyneth Paltrow really a person? All right, well, that takes us nicely into our final segment, which is a classic tier list. So we have selected 10 possible first dates, and we are going to rank them from favorite to least favorite based on five categories, just classic American grading system, A, B, C, D, and F. So let's get into it. All right, so the 10 dates we have selected are movie theater, Netflix and chill, miniature golf, a nice dinner, bar, comedy club, mall, club, picnic, and a workout class. So let's get into it. The first one on the docket is a movie theater first date. What are your thoughts? I think super cute. A movie theater date was indeed my first date per my mom's recommendation because she was like, oh, you can go watch the movie and then you'll have something to talk about afterwards that you can talk about, which I think still stands true. I think that that's a very good thing. You can go meet at the movies. You might chat for a bit. You watch the movie and then it takes away a little bit of that awkwardness. Mm -hmm. I think it's cute too. Personally, I actually don't love it as a first date. Now, I recognize that you're 100% right. It gives you something to talk about. It's a shared experience. That makes a lot of sense. But I'm such a talker that not being able to immediately just get into it with some vocalization throws me off a little bit. But recognize it's pretty all right. I'm willing to slap it on beats here. Yes, I really like a movie theater second date, I think. Because then you've had the initial get to know each other. Oh, do you have siblings? Where do you work? You know, like, you know the basics so that then you can, like, dinner and a movie. You see the movie afterwards. You, like, get down to business. All right, what did you think about that? And then you can see if you're kind of compatible in that way, you know, in terms of kind of picking apart a movie. In terms of a first date, I think it could be fun. I think it could be fine. It's not a bad date. It's not a bad date. I'm quite happy with it on B tier. Yeah. Moving on. Amazing. Netflix and chill first date. No. F tier. F. Bad. It depends on what you want. If it's meant to be a date, it's bad. Yeah. If you are just trying to hook up, B. (laughs) (laughs) But we're saying date. We're We're saying this is for a date. Yeah. If someone asked me on a first date and they were like, "Mm, yeah, like, let's just come over and chill and hang out and watch some Netflix. That's a fun thing to do with your partner when you're already in a relationship. It's great. It is not a good first date. At first date, you are making a move. You gotta be at least trying to pretend to be impressive for someone. Give one ounce of effort. I would almost argue you you shouldn't Netflix and chill in the first three, four dates. I I mean, you can like go to a bar and then hook up, but if it's like just come over and watch TV and then leave. I don't think you can Netflix and chill until you are exclusive. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. And I can't explain why. It's the lack of effort. Where it's, okay, I can just chill with you. We're like locked in. It's not like, yeah, I don't give a shit. You can come over if you want. We can order takeout. Who cares? Like imagine if on The Bachelor, they went and did a Netflix and chill. I actually think that that would be an amazing Bachelor date because it's just normal (laughs) life. It's never been done before. (laughs) Also, Netflix and chill on the first date. Have you met before? If this is a blind date, you're going over to some random person's house. You don't know what's happening there. I think you should always meet someone in like a neutral space first. Yeah. F-tier. F. F. Bad. Very bad. I I would argue not even a date. Miniature golf. I don't like this one. 
I don't have strong feelings one way or the other. I don't hate it as much as I hate Netflix and chill. Again, it's like a second or third date. I don't think it lends itself well to intro, nice to meet you conversation. Cause it's one person doing a task and then another person doing a task over and over. Here's why I think it's not as good for a first date. It's a great date if you are competitive and the person you're going out with is competitive. And on a first date, you probably don't know that yet. Yeah. So you gotta, if, if you guys are both really competitive, it's a great date because it means there's something that you can be competitive about that fires you both up. That's good fun. But you can never know that on first date. It's also, there's no stakes if they're competitive and you guys just don't know each other. It's more fun if you like kind of know them a little bit and it's like, I'm gonna kick your ass. Like, yeah, I agree. True. Like a kind of a cute third date. Yeah. In terms of first date, I would put it at a C or a D. Honestly, I really don't like it. I'm edging towards D. I'm quite happy at C, but if I'm outvoted, then I'm outvoted. Okay. A nice dinner. My hot take, no bueno for a first date. I understand that it's, you know, it gives that opportunity to talk and stuff like that. I feel like there's too much pressure. Like, you know, you're sat down somewhere. It, it feels like the vibes are incorrect. And that's where I think, you know, something like a bar or, you know, like a drink somewhere or something gives you that space to chat, but not put that weird pressure on. I don't know. I feel like I'd feel so much pressure. So I'd go for a D, I think, for me. Really? I would go for a D. I wow. think for a first date, it feels too intense. That's interesting. I really like it, but I also don't think there's many date ideas that I would find intense. But that's probably a function of who I am and also probably the fact that I'm male. Yeah, I think it's just, it's too intense. It is not. That's wild. It's not the correct vibe. I think you want a first date to be a little bit more chill, a little bit lower stakes. I kind of like it because I think it would be fun, like getting ready, being kind of nervous, picking out your outfit. Like I feel like getting ready for like a nice dinner, I think would be really an exciting experience. Like it's definitely not as comfy cozy and it is kind of on the more intense side versus like a lunch or like a coffee. It's yeah. effortful. Yes. And I think that can be kind of intimidating, but I think it can be fun. I want this, I think in my heart at A tier, but I'll bring it down. Ooh. But I'm not doing D. I was thinking in the C, B range. I would argue for C then in fun. that case. C. Okay. Okay. Bar. A tier. I think this is a fun vibe for a first day. You have a drink, you know, you can go get some food after maybe. You can go somewhere else to, like, you can do a little bar hop. You can still chat, but there's, you know, there's activity around you. I think a good spot. I don't know if I like it very much because I don't really like drinking on the first date. Mm. I think it clouds my view of how well it went. Cause if I'm kind of drunk, I will overlook a lot of flaws in a person <laughs> and I will think that we had better chemistry than we did. And then I'm like stuck with these guys who suck. I don't really like drinking more than like a drink on the first date. I don't know if it has to be more than a drink though. Cause I'm not thinking of this as like going out partying. I think just a bar for a setting for a first date where you get a drink, you're there chatting. I think it could be good. What do you think? We've picked a very broad category on this one, right? So a bar could be anything from- That's true. Like a pub, which is a cool vibe, to like weird esoteric cocktail bar, which is a cool vibe in other ways. Mm -hmm. I'm throwing an eights here. I think it's very versatile. And I see where you're coming at with the alcohol thing. I completely understand. I think that that's one of those where it is a subjective situation and it's tailored to people's preferences. If someone doesn't like to drink on a first date, that's F tier. Yeah, I would put it at B for myself because I would be happy to like get a mocktail, hang out, or just like have a drink or two. But just all of my 
first dates that have been at a bar have only ever been messy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for B tier. Comedy club. I love this. That's an A tier, actually. I'm, I'm for that. That's a really good one. And I think this could be a super cute one in conjunction with the bar one. I think you could do go and get a drink somewhere, you know, chat for a little bit. Because for the same things that you kind of said about movies, you're not really talking during the comedy club. So, you know, you go chat for a little bit beforehand, get a drink, and then go comedy. Aces. Wonderful. Super cute. I like where your head's at with that 100%, but that's not where we're ranking. I know. You're not doing mix and match combo town. Oh, are we not? But it is still A tier. I think it's still A tier on its own, but also, I don't know, I guess for the same reasons that, that you talked about movies, you can't chat to each other, you can't have the get to know you vibe during a comedy show. I feel like there's more opportunity for it. If you're just going to like a stand-up comedy place, it's not usually one guy doing a set. It's like five people doing yeah, a bunch of like 10, 15 minute sets. That's a good point. So there is time to chat like, oh, that guy was funny, that guy bombed, that girl was you know, her bit about this was amazing. And I think it also gives you a great sense of the other person's sense of humor, which is really important, I think, and a great thing to know right off the bat if you guys are the same on that. Also, most comedy clubs that I've been to have a bar area kind of outside the main. So it's like you're kind of standing around, you're drinking your drink, and you're waiting for it to start. You know, like there's opportunity. Are you guys putting this in A tier? You think in A tier? I, I like so. A. I think A. Amazing. We're going to take it back to 2012 with this one, and we're going to go for the mall. What do we think? The mall date. No, F. <laughs> What are you doing? Like, are you just going into Abercrombie to stand in the dark room with the loud music and like inhale whatever toxic things that they're putting into their body sprays, which they pipe into the room? Sorry, fair. I just got on a soapbox there. Something came out of me. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't. To be fair, being in an Abercrombie in the dark, in loud music, in toxic chemicals is about as close as a 12 year old can get to being in a club dropping some molly. So. <laughs> You have to understand where they're coming at. Regardless, though, you flunked. That's an F-tier date. It's a bad date. It was the classic middle school date. Oh, the classic middle school date. You're kind of like set loose there for a couple hours. Your parents drop you off. Oh my God, my mom can drop off if yours can pick up. My brother was made to pick me up from some middle school dates there. Oh. You know what is good about a mall date, though? You can go to an Auntie Anne's. Oh my God. Only if you're in the U.S. Get an A&W. Stop it right now. I really like a mall date when you're like a year into dating. I think it's really fun to just be like, hey, you need new socks. Let's go walk around the mall and kind of eat shitty food and look at home items. And make a day of it. Yeah, I think that can be very fun. I've only been to a mall once in my adult life. They're insane. I love malls. <laughs> I, but for a first date, it's an F. Yeah. For a first day, what are you doing? Are you just walking aimlessly around? Like, meet me in the food court outside Sparrow. You're gonna get a Starbucks Frappuccino because you can't drink coffee yet because you're a child? <laughs> and an Orange Julius? I'm just, like, <laughs> scraping my brain. For, like... like Michael Hobbs always says, there is no place less romantic than a Panera Bread. Oh, Panera's gone. Okay. Why is Panera not on this list and why is it not <laughs> the only S tier? <laughs> okay. Club date, first date. I hate this. If you are in freshers week of uni, sure, maybe. I think if you're outside of that realm, no. There are some club heads out there though. There are some strobe babies. There are some bumping daddies and some gripping. Wow. <laughs> lost the plot of that sentence. Are you okay? But you know what? I hope to never meet them. <laughs> Honestly, if this is your vibe, good for you. Honestly, more power to you. Oh, yeah. I, make sure to vote. I can't. 
I can't even. We have all. <laughs> so we've all been to a club recently. So you can all just attest to this. Just trying to talk to someone, even just barely, you can't hear anything. No. I'm with you. I'm I with think you. if I went on a first date in the club, I would leave knowing less about that person yeah. because I would have lost brain cells due to the strobe lights. <laughs> it's a bad place to get to know someone. But I've got to say, there's got to be some people out here who are super into this. Yes. And just for them, I'm willing to put it in D. I'm happy with it as a D because I understand that I'm like, you know, if that's your vibe, that's your vibe. Go for it. Next up, we have a picnic date. I like this one. Wholesome, cute, no complaints about it, really. Absolutely love it. It's a strong date. It's weather dependent, which is a damn disaster yeah. in the old United Kingdom. However, it's high effort. It's quite adorable. And it belongs in A tier. Belongs in A tier. Weather dependent, but a picnic date, I think, can pretty easily be switched to a coffee shop date, which is one of my personal favorite things in the world. For first date, for a 100th date, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I almost like that it is weather dependent because if the weather gets shit, you kind of get to see how they deal with adversity. (laughs) (laughs) Which sounds so stupid. Put them in a stressful situation. Give them some light rain. Okay, so I think we're all in agreement. Picnic date, A tier. -tier. Live your life. Wonderful. All right. Our final edition is a workout class. Now, I was not familiar with this one, but I'm kind of into it. My hot take is that I kind of, I kind of like it. It's not an A tier by any means. It might not even be a B tier because it's so, it is so specific on if you know that the other person will also like this thing and like if you both will have fun with it. Like if the other party is not going to have a good time, this is like potentially the worst option. Yes. You need confirmation that this is something that is wanted. Yeah. The workout class date is just the gym rats movie date if you're coming out of an exercise class with another person who's super into that, then you come out with something to talk about. Like, oh, that was a good teacher. Yeah. Loved that. Like the way that they, you know, took the yeah. direction they took. Our reformer Pilates, you know, I, ooh, I, you know, <laughs> I haven't made, you know, I haven't done that kind of crunch in a little while, whatever. Maybe that's how they talk after the club day. They're like, that was a good beat drop. Like, yeah. The, the strobes <laughs> at like the 48 minute mark. Like, <laughs> here's the thing. I think if you're going to a club day, you're not really talking after. You can't hear anything. You're just yelling really loud. You're just, there's just a ringing in your ears. (laughs) I totally agree with that for the workout class one. I think it is, it is what a movie date for the general public is to gym rats. Where do we put movie date? In B tier? Yes. I like, yeah. I'm happy with fitness class in C tier for me personally, but it's a good date. Yeah. I, I like it in C. I think it's in C. Uh, Yeah. I think C is a great spot for it because it's, it's definitely more niche I think it's better in terms of a first date than a club date for progression of relationship, if we're thinking about that. Mm. But yeah. Okay. Our official ranking is as such. A tier, picnic, comedy club. B tier, go into the movie, go into a bar. C tier, a nice dinner or a workout class. D tier, miniature golf or the club. F tier, Netflix and chill, and the mall. <laughs> How do we feel? I have absolutely no edits. Same. I, I also have no edits. I think that that is a beautiful list. I think we're right. I think we're always right, but... <laughs> Case closed? Case closed. 
Hey! We're all high-fiving in a circle. Sounds like three see. people are fucking... Talk about a five-minute J.O. Ring, ring. Oh, my phone's going off. Hello? It's so uh, unprofessional of me. I'm sorry. Hello? Oh, shit. Do you know who it is? Oh, is it God? Is it God? <laughs> it is. It, it, it is the one actual real God. And he has called to let me know that our time's up. All right. So. Wow, that sounds a lot more morbid than I. Yeah, that sounds like he's going to strike us. God. God has called to let us know our time is up. I didn't realize where that was going. Oh We're going to put on like a watch Sorry. list. <laughs> Sorry. What'd you guys learn this week before God ends us? <laughs> I've learned there are some crazy first date ideas out there. And if you're going to the club, you are worse than animal. <laughs> you are worse than animal. If you're going to the club, you may not have my forgiveness, but you damn sure well got my respect. I learned that there was someone out there in the world that had 2,100 tubs of yogurt in a studio apartment somewhere. And honestly, I wish I could go back to a time when I didn't know that. If your hobby requires you to buy two new refrigerators, get a new hobby. Now, I have just gotten a text message from God. He's saying we are right about to hit that chopping block. So before we get smote, I'm just going to rush this one out to you guys. If you like the show, please, whatever platform you're listening on, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, a freaking shell. You just picked it up in the ocean and you can hear our voices. That's fine. Keep that shell. Keep listening because we will be back next week. So click that follow button. Give us five stars because you know we deserve it. Or five starfishes if you're in that, you know, beach situation, whatever. Oh, my God. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Okay. So give us a follow on Instagram at what.tfpodcast.com and we'll see you next week, guys. But before we go... Before God strikes us down... If you had to be a flightless bird, what do you think? A chicken. American Are you... mouth. <laughs> That's what I also thought, too. <laughs> what was that? Um, flightless bird, American mouth is the song at the end of Twilight. <laughs> <laughs>